the twilight of the gods nears. Brother will kill brother. Families will be sundered by murder. Four ages are afoot. An axe age, a sword age, where shields are cloven. A wind age, a wolf age, where the world falls. No one shall be spared. Welcome to Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion RPG podcast. Prepare for adventure. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Thora finds herself in the halls of Asgard. There is much activity as the Fimble winter descends. Time is short, and she wants to return to Iceland as quickly as possible to see her family. She searches out Thor to make that very request. Have some mead with me, daughter, he says, holding up a frothing horn that spills its honey treasure with every move of his mighty fist. We shall drink and talk together. He drinks deeply, emptying the horn, and shouts for more. Thor drinks several horns before she speaks. So, I really have to get back to Iceland, back to Thorson, and back to the boys, she says uh, as she downs another horn. Things are going south, and I need to see them before I do the whole hero thing again. Thor snorts and slaps her on the back. You are more than a hero now, daughter. You are a demigod, he roars to the hall, and the hall rings back with cheers. You and your friends have proven yourselves, which reminds me, I have some gifts for you. He says as he places his hands on the table and pushes to stand up, knocking his chair to the ground. Follow me. They pass through halls and chambers until they come to a room that's covered in carven figures and runes. Inside is a beautiful older woman with long gray hair and bright sharp eyes. She holds in her hands needles and ink and an open seat before her. I am bestowing upon you more power, daughter. You're going to need it. Sit and Ingrid will mark the power I gift upon your skin. Thora sits and the woman Ingrid pulls her left hand forward, exposing the tribal sun tattoo upon Thora's wrist. She dips her needle in the ink and pierces the soft skin of the wrist, creating golden beams that radiate out from the sun. You'll be a bright beacon in a cold world, says Thor. In a sing, almost in a sing-song chant, with a warm glow, and a warm glow seems to burn from the beams. Ingrid pulls Thor's right wrist forward and holds that holds the Thor's hammer tattoo. Once more, she dips her needle in the ink and making smoky, wind-like marks that make the hammer look now as though it had had been thrown in its flight towards its target. 
You will fight against the darkness that descends. Thor continued his chanting song, and the soft glowing wind marks start undulating in soft motions. Angered motions Thor to turn around where, where the tattoo of her crossed Viking axes are at the base of her neck. Dipping her needle again, she encircles the two Skegoks with electric blue lightning bolts. Thor closes his eyes and fills the room with song. You will turn the storm and protect both the heavens and earth. The lightning tattoo crackles with energy glowing brightly. Thor thanks Ingrid for her skill and Thor and he walk once more. Thor finds herself at the Rainbow Bridge. Bifrost sparkles invitingly. Thor looks at her with a giant smile and pulls her into a great bear hug and Thor squeezes back. Upon her lease, he presents a sack filled with festively wrapped gifts. These are for my grandsons and their father. Give them with my love and affection. He beams proudly. Those are boys. Those boys are very like me, I think. You and Thorsten are going to have a, your hands full, he laughs. Oh, and one last thing, he says, tossing her a horn that hung on his belt. I thought you'd like to make a grand entrance. Why don't you ride this home? Thor catches the horn and brings it to her lips. A blast comes from a horn that almost sounds like the howling of a wolf. Before her appears a wolf the size of a horse, looking excitedly at her, and it bounds over and gives her a big sloppy lick to her face. Thor pats and scratches the wolf and looks over at Thor, questioningly. This is a Valkyrie horse, and it will not only carry you into battle, but fight beside you. You never traveled unless it's by flying wolf, he laughed. Thor climbed atop the wolf and looked back at Thor as the wolf took the air. Thanks. I hope to see you soon. The beer is on me. And she soared over the bridge and down to the world of man. Without care for who saw her, she turned on her divine radiance that shone like bright sunlight even though the day was overcast and gloomy. She was the beacon that Thor proclaimed. She flew home as she, and as she landed before the house, Thorson rushed out but stood back before the giant beast. Thor dismounted and gave the wolf a nice scratch and dismissed him, and he quickly faded with a faint howl. Thor embraced her husband, enveloping him in her radiant embrace, and kissed him. Hi, this is Jim from Ragnarok and Roll, a scion hero to Ragnarok podcast, and the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And I'd just like to say, thank you for listening, and may fate always.